Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hi, and welcome along to the Invincible Podcast with my man, Lee Judges, in the building. And we've got a very special guest joining us today as well. We've got Alison Lomax, Managing Director of YouTube, massive Arsenal fan as well. As you and can tell. As you, we can tell, <laughs> she's brought, she's got the shirt on, we love that. Um, so we're gonna be talking to Alison in a minute. And later on, coming up in the show, we've got Rory Jennings, big, big Chelsea fan, you all know him. He's going to be joining us here as well to talk Arsenal versus Chelsea at the weekend. Massive, massive game. Um, but first of all, before we uh, speak to Alison, uh, how's your international break been? All right? Enjoy yeah, it? it's been very good. Like, you know, yeah? been awesome. Not as good as your one, of course. Like, you know what I mean? Seeing you uh, hot knobbing it over in Dubai. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, what, you, you begrudge me a break? No, no. I'm, you get I'm, a little break, Connor? I'm very happy for you that you had that break. Like, you know, I think you deserved it as well, like, you know? And I had why, the, do, why do why do I believe you? No, I do, and I had the pleasure. Of, <laughs> I had the pleasure of Laurie last week, which was very nice. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah, Laurie was on. So yeah, like, yeah. You know, you know, How'd yeah. it go? Very good, very good. Like you know, so obviously talking about that fantastic win against Man City. So yeah, uh, so still buzzing for that. And now really looking forward to the Chelsea game. So uh, massive game at the weekend. Yeah, massive, massive game. game. And, and it is. I know the week uh, when they ain't got the football in the weekend and sometimes it's just nice to get a break from you know that you know Arsenal's not going to ruin your weekend you know what I mean or <laughs> or enhance your weekend as you say yeah so um so yeah so it's nice just to relax uh, I had a nice night out in London which is very I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Very, very nice. And uh, yeah, so uh, looking forward chilled. to... Chilled. That's the word, chilled. Chilled, yeah. yeah. Now chilled. I had a nice time in Dubai, man. It's brilliant. And uh, big up to Khalid over there. Really, really looked after me. Um, 
Big up to the guys at Five Jamira, um, the Palm. What an unbelievable place that was, and also the Grand Hyatt. They all looked after me. Rohan, did you get butler. first class? Did you get, get Did you get an upgrade? Had a butler. A butler. A butler. <laughs> What's going on here? I a butler. <laughs> the hotel they go to, they go meet your butler. I go what? Butler. They go yeah. And I'll tell you, a guy called Rohan, man, he looked after me so well. Big up Rohan, man. He was What's up, he serves you drinks and all that? Like? Well, not, not exactly. What's so, he do then? Well, if, if you want him to serve you drinks, he will. If you could, you could just um, That's you know, unreal, isn't send it? a message and he'll bring the drinks up or whatever. If you want to go to, there's a hotel, like they've got places where you can go to dinner and all that. If you want to go to dinner, he'll make sure you get VIP. If you want to go to one of the beach parties, he'll sort out your table and all that. It's, yeah, wow. it, was, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. We're missing out, aren't we? Missing out. <laughs> much more relaxing. I had a very, very tense Sunday. It was the match, but I'm sure we'll talk about that. Well, let's so talk about sounds that. sounds much more relaxing. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Alison, right? Because actually, right, Alison Lomax, managing director of YouTube, right? Massive job, right? And also, when I've met you at several events that you've put on, um, I've realised that you're a passionate, passionate supporter of the women's football game and massive Arsenal supporter. Yeah. And I mean, tell us about it. I mean, because I mean, I every time I meet you and we're talking football, I'm blown away by your passion for the yeah. women's game. Yeah, no, totally. And we've had some great conversations, haven't we? Mm. So, I mean, for me, I'm that classic generation where I was desperate to play football when I was younger and I couldn't. So um, couldn't because, because they just wouldn't let women play, because, or so, there weren't I mean, no teams, or you. I'm sure you're aware, but a lot of people might not be aware. But um, football for women was banned for 50 years by the FA mm. from 1921 to 1971. And so when we talk about this is the rise of women's football, it's not actually the rise, it's the return. Because women's mm. football was massive, particularly in World War One, when men were away, you know, fighting in the war, the leagues really blew up from a sort of women's perspective. And there was one match on Boxing Day in 1920. It was the Dick Kerr women's against St. Helens. There were 55,000 people in the stadium and 15,000 people who were turned away. Well. And wow. the FA decided that it was totally unsuitable for women. And that's why it was banned 50 years. So for me, growing up in the sort of 70s and 80s, I couldn't play and I was desperate to play. So what I've done is I've basically channeled all my passion and frustration into my, into my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got two daughters who are 17 and 13. They both play for the Hertfordshire League. Actually, my eldest is a referee as well, which is, wow. that's an experience in itself. But um, I've also been very involved in our local club, Berkhamstead Raiders. It's a fantastic grassroots club. We've now got hundreds of girls playing wow, every brilliant. week. And so I've been focusing on like recruitment and getting more girls playing and also representation, getting more girls and women in coaching roles and managing roles and refereeing. That's so fantastic. it's been an amazing journey. And just like seeing the difference, you know, in the last four years and how much it's grown is just been phenomenal. And obviously like a big point was the Euros final. Were yeah. you there? Were either of you there? Yeah, I, I was at the uh, final. I was at the semi-final. Yeah. What? Yeah, semi-final. Semi -final, at, yeah. at Wembley. Um, that was absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, the, 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 and what we did the, when we had the Euros, we did the final. We did a big watch along on yeah. DR Sports. Yeah. And Brilliant. we were all on that. And it was absolutely incredible. What a moment. It's such a and moment. And a real turning point for the women's game in this country. Although Arsenal, yeah. I've always been flying the flag Amazing. for exactly. women's football. So I've been going to watch women's football for quite a long time, but I have seen a big change in it in yeah. recent times. I mean, and now we're seeing games, you know, the, I, I was there a few weeks ago when Arsenal played Liverpool for the opening yeah, it was like game of the season. 50,000, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they broke a record, weren't yeah. it, for the WSL. 
I mean, it's incredible the way it's risen. Yeah. And I know you're passionate again, because I remember I went to an event that you put on at YouTube where um, to celebrate the women's game before the World Cup. Yes. And you had Beth Mead. I, I got to meet Beth Mead. I was on stage with, with it was, Amazing. you know, um, some incredible uh, people who, yeah. to do with the women's game. It was a fantastic event. And I think that's, um, that's what's incredible now is we've got these amazing role models. So for a lot of the girls in our club, you know, some would go and watch the, the, the men's game, but actually a lot just didn't watch football. Whereas now, and I think there was a brilliant call to action from Gabby Logan after the women's Euros, which was like, get behind a club. You know, put, we need bums on seats in stadiums to support the women's game and to make it, you know, much more commercially, <clears throat> much more um, commercially sustainable. And, um, and that was actually when we as a family decided, right, which club are we going to support? I wasn't someone who ever went to football games before, so it's quite recent. So there's this kind of like new generation mm. of football fans who are particularly supporting women's football. And, um, and what's amazing is you go to these games and it's so inclusive. It's like all ages, all genders, mm. you know, it's kids in party dresses and it's like groups of lads. It's like, it's everyone. And you've, cause you've got these amazing role models and it just feels very positive and very inclusive. Yeah, and that's the other thing I, I find, Lee, about the, the women's game. When I first started going to watch Arsenal women, it was like a spillover. Yeah. from the men's game. So you would have people who normally go and watch a men's game. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Would go, you'd have people who maybe can't always get a ticket for the men's game. So I'm going to go and have a look at this women's game, what it's like. When I go to watch the games now, they've got their own crowds. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're, they're not reliant no. No, no longer on that spillover. It's still a bit of that, but the people that are going to watch those games mm. are going to watch those games are supporting that team, are supporting those players. It has really grown, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, and I, one thing, I've, I've went to the Arsenal Spurs game last year at the Emirates, which is really, really good. Mm. And, and the good thing about it from, from my point of view is like with the England with the England team, because you haven't got that real light tribery with, with the players mm. so much, you can get really behind the England team, yeah. like, you know, like in, in a way. I remember we was in America last, was it last year, when the Euros were on, we was in a bar, and they had the women's game on against Spain, and Spain went one 0 up, and everybody started edging round to the to the other you know, bar to watch the game. And in the end, England won, and we mm. was all going mad, like you know. So it's definitely something like that. And um, although I was in Spain watching that, oh, in Spain, <laughs> well, say, uh, even even better, like you know. And, 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 and I think like those Euros, I definitely think lifted the lifted the game because mm. I think there was an excitement. But one of the greatest things I've got a few mates who've got daughters and all that. And, and they're going to, to to being coached. They're going to games, mm. that, that, you know, like they go to the women's, because it's a little bit more accessible to go to than the, than the men's game at this moment to get tickets and that. But they're getting coached, they're, getting, they're in proper teams now. You know, and that must be fantastic for, a, for a, a girl growing up, you know, as you said, like you weren't allowed to play and all that. And there was a, a thing against it, wasn't it? Oh, you can't play. I think you can play to a certain age, can't you, with the mm. girls to, and then they can't play no more. So they're getting their proper, their, these teams together now, and and, and I'm, I'm, I've got to say, 
the Aston Villa game against Arsenal the other day, I, you know, I, I was getting just as frustrated <laughs> as, <laughs> as it was with the men's game. I thought, oh, yeah. they're going to blow this out. Go, Sack the manager. <laughs> get really you know what I mean? It was, but it was a really exciting game at the end. And when and when when the two goals went in at the end, the atmosphere was fantastic. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. And I'd say, yeah, in terms of the growing the girls' game, like credit to the FA in terms of growing the Lionesses and mm. you know really creating them as sort of amazing role models and investing in the Lionesses but it's also at a county FA level as well like the, the, the county FA have done a brilliant job of investing in that grassroots which is what you need it's kind of to, to feed to feed the game and you know so one of the things that I've done is you know referees you know there are there are very few women referees and actually you look at the mm. international recently the England yeah, yeah. Australia it was Stephanie Frapper she yeah. was the first ever female referee to yeah. and she uh, refereed uh, the game very she well, well. She refer- but she yeah. got booed she got booed when her name was read out you know wow. so there's still so mm. much sort of mm. you know sexism when it comes to yeah. actually women sort of taking a role in those positions and so like our local FA Hearts have done a brilliant job of investing into like just girls only referee courses, just creating a safe space where we can kind of nurture that community of referees because it's really, really hard. Do they, do they like, like school and all that now? Because I don't know, when I was playing at school, like you used to go to the district side, then the county side. Uh, yes. And, and things like that. So do the girls have that? Yes, exactly. So that now, still like, exists. Yeah. So, that, so, that so you've, got the, you've got that, but actually you've got a lot of now really good pathways. So academies. Yeah. So, at Berkhamstead Raiders, it's a club for everyone. We've got all abilities and we want all abilities to enjoy the game, but we also want to really nurture our talent. And so we've actually got a couple of players who play for Arsenal and uh, and other clubs as well. So it's kind of creating those pathways from the grassroots clubs into, you know, for those who are actually super talented and want to go and play professionally. Yeah, Yeah. so they get scouts come to watch those sort of games. And all of that's being scaled out much more. And I think there was a challenge actually in the Euros that, you know, you looked at the squad and it was very white. Mm. And actually, are we doing enough around diversity within women? And are we actually, sca- mm. you know, is there enough infrastructure to be finding talent from all around the country? So I think from the Euros, there's been a big push on that as well. Yeah. And Arsenal, a bit yes. of an indifferent start to the season, it's haven't they? It's been a I tough mean, start. It's yeah, been a tough I mean, start. normally a team that's, uh, you know, right up there doing really, really well, lost that first game to, to Leicester. And then, like Liverpool. you said, Sorry to Liverpool, and then they scraped that uh, that win over Aston Villa. And the league this year is very competitive. I mean, in years gone by, it was either one of Arsenal, Chelsea, um, and Chelsea have been very dominant in it, or Man City. Now there's all these other teams. There's United who did very well last year. There's Leicester. Yeah. There's there's so many emerging it is, teams. Exactly. Now. And Leicester's really interesting because they faced relegation last season, and they're currently well, second yeah. in the league. So, Crazy. I mean, it's been a tough start, it's good, but it's, you know, it's, there's a lot of new players. So we've yeah. signed a lot of fantastic players. How's Russo getting on? Because she's the big signing, right? She, yeah, I mean, she's a fantastic player. I think one of the biggest challenges this season is because so many of the players came from the World Cup, there wasn't a very long pre-season. Yeah. So it's almost like the clubs that had the most World Cup players have had the most difficult start. You know, you look at, for example, even like Chelsea, you know, Chelsea are, I think, currently third. So. Mm. So it's been it's been an unusual start to the season, yeah. um, but you know I'm a great believer that you know if we were having this conversation at the end of the season, Arsenal would definitely be in the top two. You know mm-hmm. we've got an amazing squad. And going back to your point about um, Aston, the Aston Villa game on Sunday, I was in the stadium. <laughs> 
you know, it was what, 87 minutes when yeah. Beth Mead came on and uh, and the crowd, the eruption of the crowd, you know, Mido just like on the pitch was just incredible to see the kind of love for her. It's great to have her And back. I think just, she just lifted the crowd yeah, she, and she you lifted show that. the team. You could show that on TV as well. Like, you exactly. And she changed the game, you know, that the assist that she did yeah. to Russo, you know, she changed the shape of the game and that's kind of what was needed. But I think it was more than that. She sort of gave him a lot of confidence. Yeah. And you think, mm. you know, we've got, Viv hopefully coming back in a couple of weeks. She's back in the Dutch squad now, so she's obviously Meet fit. Yeah, yeah, great and player. then we've got Leah Williamson as well, who will hopefully come so back at some yeah. time in the, in the new year. Free so free so free the back. squad is, is you know, the depth of the squad is in, is incredible. Black I think Stinius it's more, and Black Stinius, yeah. and then you've got, you know, amazing defenders, people like Lotta. And so mm. I'm very confident about the squad. I think it's been more just around the, you know, the early season connections. And it also showed their fighting spirit, because if I'm led to believe they've been on the 85th minute, They've been losing every game. Yes. Like well, they, they was losing to Man United and they pulled out <coughs> a last-minute yeah. winner. They was like, I think it was 87 it minutes is. and they was like You're losing totally right. The last three goals three have all goals been, been like, over the 90 minutes. Yeah. Can't I can't do that. that. I can't no, they've, do got that. Get, they've got to get that sorted. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good for my nerves. No. But going yeah. back to your point about Arsenal, Arsenal have really invested in the women's game. Mm. You know, they're really leading the way in that respect. And, uh, and that, I'm really proud of that. Really proud of how they treat their players, all the commercial deals they're doing. You know, it's... It's uh, it's fantastic. Do you think that eventually they, they play all their games at the Emirates? It's a great question. I mean, I think that's uh, yeah, that's for that's for Arsenal to decide. What I would say is that we're at a sort of interesting inflection point because whilst I love and um, my family and my girls and their friends, what's great is they bring all their friends along, so it's like a big mm. day out for them. And they, these are historically people who wouldn't have kind of watched the girls who wouldn't have watched football. Is they love the Emirates and they love that excitement of being there. They also love the Borough Wood games yeah, because there's a real intimacy, yeah. you know. And at the end of the at the end of the match, um, you know, the 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 players will come around and they'll really spend time and sign yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, they do. You know, it's brilliant. In some ways, it's kind of best of both worlds. But ultimately, obviously, you know, I want the game to grow and I'd want yeah. every match to be in a sold out yeah. stadium. Do you think right? I was, we've got a final question on this. Right? Is that have I was looking at the Champions League, right? So Arsenal got knocked out of the Champions League um, a couple of weeks ago. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Manchester United, they've been knocked out now yeah. of the Champions League. Are they shooting themselves in the foot with this Champions League format where they've got teams like Arsenal, Man United? Because, isn't it, at the moment... It would only be the team that wins the league qualifies automatically. Then all the other teams have to qualify. Now, Arsenal being out of the Champions League, Man United being out of the Champions League, these are big clubs that would have mm. brought a big audience to the Champions League that are out. Yeah. I think Wolfsburg are out as well. Wolfsburg, you know what I mean? This well, is yeah, ridiculous, they got knocked out last night. Why, don't they, why didn't they just follow a similar format to like what the men's game does so that you keep these big teams yeah. in and then that has more interest for the... I mean, last year, Arsenal semi-final Champions League, 60,000. It was, exactly. Crazy. I was there when they, yeah, they lost yeah. in the last two oh, minutes. That was another oh, moment oh, of like, that was another moment. head in the hand. That was a hard Go Arsenal, this is. Head yeah, you know hands. what it is. And, and um, it, was, yeah. it was Lottie Wooben Moy who made a you little error. Yeah, yeah and I've been speaking to her a few weeks before. Remember YouTube? Yes, that's right. was at right. the Brit Awards yeah. thing, and I was such a lovely girl. I felt 
Yeah, so but she had the game of a match. And she was, yeah, yeah she's playing she brilliant up to that. She's played, played you know, brilliant. That's how it is, isn't it? It's, it's so tough. I think that's a great point. I think you need to talk to Champions League about that. <laughs> <laughs> it won't listen to me. <laughs> that that to Robbie. Ah, <laughs> uh, and obviously, um, oh, sorry. Um, also, you as managing director yeah. of YouTube, um, you're releasing a new, and this is of great interest to me and Lee. <laughs> As uh, and here at AFTV, where we do a lot of podcasts, you're releasing a new podcast format. Yeah, so it's live. So last week on YouTube Music, we launched podcasts as a separate feature. So what it means is that you can anyone for free can download and listen to podcasts offline. So it means for all of the podcasts that your audiences love, um, they can now watch and listen to them on YouTube Music. Wow. So it's so it's 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 fantastic. You know, we've got a big, a massive range of different podcasts, and and it's just providing even more accessibility for people to to listen and watch the watch. So podcasts. a bit like say at the moment, what you do on Spotify on each where it's the same sort of format but on YouTube. And, music. More, and you know what's great about YouTube is it's obviously we've got the audio piece, but we've got the audiovisual piece as well. So it means people can watch it as well. So we're sort of really bridging that gap between audio and visual as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. podcasts, there's so many people on YouTube now yes. doing podcasts, isn't there? Yeah, and so, I mean, YouTube is, um, in terms of, as a platform in the UK, it's huge. So 96% of adults watch YouTube every month. So it's huge. 96%? 96%. Yeah. And, um, and they watch in lots of different ways. So some people like all the short form content and mm. some people go to watch kind of hours of content. And there's live, obviously, as well, which which you do or kind of watch alongs, and then also podcasts, which has always been big on YouTube, but not as this um, spe like specific product and feature. Mm. So that's what we've launched. Um, and obviously, when it comes to sport and football, there are some brilliant po podcasts. Obviously, yeah. all of yours, the rest is football. Um, Jill Scott, you know, there's loads of podcasts, so it's yeah. fantastic um, football and sports content. Oh, so I think it's great, isn't it? Yeah, so I you'll be able to. It's unreal. You better get invincible podcasts now, just like on, you know, yeah. you can just listen it whenever you want. And the thing with YouTube now is that anybody can do it, and, and whether, whether you're famous or not, like I see like professional footballers doing it now, and it's such a. Everybody watches YouTube now, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's say. that's you know obviously like what we love about it—the fact that it's a really open platform. Yeah. So whoever you are, wherever you live, in whatever part of the country, if you've got a phone, then you can create your own video content. So mm. it sort of you know democratizes that sort of content creation. How did you get into to, to YouTube? Stuff? To YouTube. So I before YouTube, I was at Google for twelve years, which is part of the same family, right? And worked on YouTube quite a lot, and uh, but YouTube was my kind of ultimate passion point when it came to everything around my career that I've loved—the sort of politics side of it, the creativity, and also diversity as well. I was talking about diversity of content creators; it's something that we're really proud about. So it's amazing. I'm very, I'm incredibly lucky to to be doing my dream job, and I get to work with people like Robbie and talk nice. about Arsenal. This is my job. <laughs> I mean, goodness. <laughs> yeah, I, lo I love this job, just talking about Arsenal. <laughs> exactly. Unless we lose. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, yeah. But I absolutely love it. But listen, um, thank you very, very much for coming on today. Once again, tell us about this podcast, because I know that there'll be a lot of people who are listening and watching this podcast who want to know how to get their content onto podcasts, or if they're starting a new podcast, how to get onto yeah. it. Just. So it's, you know, in terms of watching and listening to podcasts, go onto YouTube Music, you'll see a podcast feature, you know, the name podcast, literally click on that and from there, you can search your the archive of, of podcasts and listen and watch to whatever you want. 
And what it's if they want to start? What if they want to start a podcast? If they want to start creating in YouTube Studio, it's just much easier to do that. And also later in the year, we'll also be syncing in RSS feeds. So right. for previous content archives as well to upload. Yep. So it's making it much easier from both a viewing and also a creating perspective as well. What about Berkhamsted then? The games. Berkhamsted like Raiders. We've uh, we're, for most for most teams actually it's a rest weekend because it's obviously oh, half, half term. term. Yeah, same with my son. It's he's, half he's, term, yeah, he's... which which I'm gutted about. I have to say, I yeah, love my I don't job, like it but either. a highlight of the week is always just Saturday morning on the touch lines. It's crazy, isn't it? Like me, yeah. I mean, we get to watch so many games. I go to so many games, but I just love watching my son play. Yeah. And I haven't been able to watch him for the past few weeks because I was away last week. You in week. Dubai? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that, but yeah. you know, right? And then even like uh, the previous week and everything like that, we had like early kickoffs yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So I went, and then the one week now, I'm thinking, right, at least I can watch my son play. No game. I know. It's. I mean, it's annoying. It's amazing, isn't it? It's just nothing better. And for me. You know, I go to our home ground and I just see this sea of girls playing football. And, you know, just the fact I couldn't do it. But the fact I could, you know, it's it's a reality now is amazing. It's an absolutely thank brilliant Thank you so to have much you for having me. No, thank you, Thank Alison. you. And, uh, um, yeah. and uh, you. please come again. I will. Absolutely. <laughs> that was Alison Lomax. She was brilliant about the women's game. Um, but now we are going to get into the big game at the weekend. Of course, Chelsea versus Arsenal at Stamford Bridge. 5.30 kickoff UK time. Huge game. We're coming off the back of a massive win against Man City. But to be fair, Chelsea, they picked it up over the last couple of games um, as well. So they, they've hit a little bit of form. And joining us to discuss that game, we could only draw for one guy, Rory Jennings in the building. Big up Rory, mate. mate thank you. Here, man. Thank you. Thank you. It's obviously an honour to be here. But I feel like I've, I've already won. Like coming in here to talk to you both about this fixture, I was obviously very nervous. Arsenal on the crest of a wave, playing so well, that statement victory against Manchester City. I was really nervous, but I was just watched your brilliant interview earlier with uh, Alison, and I feel like the moral victory is mine because I don't go on holiday and get a butler. No. <laughs> so whatever you say now, whatever you say, however much you win, this yeah. however, no, Arsenal yeah. could win 5-0 on the weekend, but the victory's mine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. See you. More no, 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 listen. He can't talk. If you see some of the places that he goes to, oh, I don't want to. I remember he said poker stuff and all that. I all that you see the poker stuff. Yeah, know, yeah. And how much did he win on one of them poker oh, things? I see he done, he done well. How much did he win on one of them poker mate, things? The, the wolf is very much at my door. Not enough for a butler. We'll put it. Put it this way: he could he, he could uh, afford it to employ his own butler for about two years. <laughs> yeah, with the money that he won, right? And that's based off of English prices, right? <laughs> but no, it's great to have you here. Thank you, mate. Um, by the way, before we even get stuck into the football, right? Congratulations on all the stuff I see you, um, your shows that you were doing on Talk Sport. Brilliant. Oh, that's Love really that. Really kind Robin, Addy. always appreciate you dipping in, man. You always yeah, got, you, always you and Addy, time. man, you're, you're, you're great on that show, that's man. Incredibly, you know I mean? it's, 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 you're doing great things, man. Love the channel. I'll oh, make And the all the stuff you've been doing on there. This has all been this has all been really nice so far, hasn't it? I've got a feeling yeah. that you're you're building yeah, me we're up. Gonna, we're going to smash you in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can feel that's where we're going. Right, that's time to switch it up. It's time to switch it up now. Big game coming up on the weekend. I couldn't believe this stat when I looked at it. I think it's the last eight, or is it seven games we've played? Yeah. We won six on them. Yeah, you're our bogey team. Even when things are going well for us, you've become- no, but you used to beat us like, remember Drogba days yeah, and all yeah. that? We couldn't get a win off of you yeah, guys. Yeah, it's kind of gone full circle, hasn't it? Because when I was, when I was a kid, whatever we did, whatever we were doing, however yeah. well we were playing, 
we just couldn't beat you. It didn't matter what we did. Yeah, we go 2 0 up and Carnu yeah. scores right from the guys, corner flag. Right. Yeah, we go 2 0 up, Carnu from the corner flag. Yeah. Silvino, Winterburn, whatever we did, you did something else. Even there was one actually at the Emirates where I think I think we were like well on course to win. And suddenly Cudicini, who was a brilliant keeper at the time, threw his legs on reopen goal. You think whatever we did, you were you were better. There was a complete re- role reversal, wasn't there? Yeah. Suddenly, whatever you did, however good you were, the little ballers in your team, whether it was didn't matter whether it was a Riziki era, didn't matter whether it was whether it moved on to when it was um like Lucasola, it didn't matter who it, what team it was, we would bully you, we would beat you. You'd have a lot of the ball, you'd have a lot of the play. And we'd go to Cardiff and we'd lift the trophy and you'd go home. Yeah. You know, whatever whatever you did, we would win. And I'd say now we're kind of back to we're back to the early mid to mid to late nineties, aren't we? Mm. Great, isn't it? Really. <laughs> painful. It's painful. We have got an unbelievable record against them yeah, in recent some, times, haven't it? And, and and that's what that's what I what I like about it at the moment, like, you know, because when you go back to when Chelsea were winning those games that they were a better team, Robbie. They were dominant mm. and they they forced it on that, and that's what I want us to do now. While we're we're the dominant side, mm. we are the better side of man. That's why I want us to go to Stanford. I remember going, you know, the six nils. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Wenger's thousandth game, wasn't it? Wenger's yeah. one thousandth yeah. game. They beat us, and if if they didn't, they yeah. cheat their way through it. Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> with, the, with the cost of sending <laughs> off yeah. that time, yeah. like, you know, they yeah. find a way of yeah. beating us. Yeah. Right now we're on top of them, like, and we are the better side at the moment, like you know, when Chelsea are going for a traditional stage which I think they will come out of it the right way with Pochettino if they stick with him um, but it's our time now to just really just in it home and I'd be really disappointed if we don't beat them on yeah Saturday. and if you think Ooh. about last year if you think about how dominant you were last year yeah in that us. game but, but I think, do, you know, do you know what I think yeah, it's one the, nil. The, the, no, but it was a one nil battering, wasn't it? Because yeah, the, yeah. the easiest thing to talk about, if you if you look at last year for some some sort of guidance as to how this year's going to go, the three one game. It yeah. sounds bigger. It sounds you know you scored more goals. You mm. you won by a bigger margin. It sounds like a bigger performance. But actually, I think the performance where you came to Stamford Bridge one one nil. Do you remember it was all built up? Do you remember Aubameyang did a, mm. did a yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you remember he did a thing. He'd done that little for advert for BT yeah. where he got a lot of stick from the Ridiculous. Arsenal fans. Yeah. And we couldn't like get the ball off personal him. or something like that. We, we yeah. couldn't get the ball off him. Like, I think that that 1-0 was a bigger result than, I don't know, you remember the Van Persie, the 5-3, when Lampard yeah. scored a header? Like, I think I think the 1-0 last year was actually bigger than the 5-3, bigger than anything. It was the first time I come away from Stanford Bridge, so no, that, that was... Quite yeah. comfortable. Yeah, you bad us. You You never had yeah. that. Like you never. When you go to and listen, we're going to have uh, difficult moments in this game on 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 Saturday. I'm sure. But you know that that was a, a complete performance last season. Apart from we didn't get enough goals. But you know sometimes when you win, it was a statement win last yeah. season. One nil away from home against Chelsea. You were, you know, there are right. There are rivals for us, Rob. There's no two ways Massive. about it. Um, so it is important. I think the the, the the one at the end of the season showed that. It, that where we was and where yeah. we weren't, but there's a there's a little change now. There's a change. Arsenal, you know, I can't believe it. Like you know, that Arsenal are the better team now. I haven't said that for a while. Player, you know, when you look at the players, because yeah, was players like, as well at this moment yeah. in time, you can say that. Like even in, even in the past, where Chelsea have probably had some players that could get into the team. I remember a couple. It was only a couple of seasons ago. They come over here at the Emirates. Beginning of the yeah. season, we just lost to That's what I want. Exactly that same performance I want us to do against what they done to us that day. They was much better than us. They come here, 
flex their muscles and went home. And I want us doing exactly the same. And do you know what, Oli? As much as as much as you want that, I actually think you have to do that. Like you've got yourselves into a very privileged position. You're playing very well. You've got a lot of points on the board, and the expectations therefore rise. Mm. It's because of how good you've been, and also because of like the brilliance of Pep Guardiola. The value in a draw is gone. Like you can't get a draw. Yeah, that's a great point. You need to what you've just said there. We need to turn up, dominate, batter, three points, go home. You kind of do. He's trying to put the pressure on. Him. Yeah, no, I think the pressure is on yeah, you. You want to win the league. No, he's using some little reverse psychology now. No. It's going to be a lot tougher than that. It ain't going to be us just rolling up there and 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 doing that. You, you're coming off the back of a couple of uh, wins. Burnley and Fulham, Rob. Yeah, it's Burnley and Fulham. We, we drew in Fulham, so yeah, but you know. Burnley and Fulham. It's Burnley know. and Fulham, but there were better performances. Well, I've heard a lot of Chelsea fans say this season. If you actually look at like their XG and look at how they, you don't know, like the XG Mate. thing. But that's what a lot of Chelsea fans have been saying that if you actually look at, if they took their chances, they yeah. wouldn't have lost so many games. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I know. But to me, that's just, I actually think that that kind of chat, look, I don't understand there's a place for it, but a lot of it, I feel like it's a load of old waffle. People were looking at stats and going, Chelsea are going to be good because they had loads of the ball against Fulham. You know, yeah, maybe, but we need to we need to have a better cutting edge. We need to find somebody who can put the ball in the back of the net. We need to be more ruthless. And although although the performances against Burnley and Fulham were massively encouraging, particularly considering what we'd seen previously to that, losing at home to Villa, losing at home to Nottingham Forest, of course you're happy with victories and it doesn't really matter who it's against. We're now I'm now sitting here with you two, and it's Arsenal, a team that finished second in the league last year, accrued an awful lot of points, have genuine ambitions to win the league this year, have some of the best players in the league. I think Saliba and Declan Rice are definitely in contention to be the very best players in the league in their positions. You can't draw with Chelsea, is what is the point I'm going mm. around the houses to make it. I think the pressure's on the pressure is on you. A point for us is a fantastic point. It would mean that we've got seven points yeah. out of the last three games. If you want to win the league, which you obviously do the value in a draw has gone because of how good you've been over the last year and how good Klopp has been over the last couple of years and how good Guardiola has been. At home. You won a game at home this season. Yeah, oh, mate, don't, don't be silly. We smashed up. Come on, Luton. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we were unplayable. I, that thought, I thought that was at Luton. Oh, that was actually no, no, at home. No, that's yeah. at Stamford Bridge. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's the only game you won at home this season. That is the only game. We, we are, there was a game in the cup against uh, the Dons. Zach, can, can I have that? No, 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 Premier League I'm talking about. Yeah. No. <laughs> Listen, what, what, uh, Chelsea, have, yeah, I watched them against, Liverpool, was it Liverpool at home? And I yeah, thought first day of the season. The, the, the better side. And against West Ham, it went all wrong, but they could have gone so much better for them if they'd have took their chances and the penalty and everything like that. Mm. But, you know, listen, I, I hear what Rory's saying, but... Are you is, worried? This, are you worried about no. this Chelsea? Pochettino, no. are you worried about everything that Chelsea could do? Because it would no. no. set you back, wouldn't it? You beat, you beat Listen, it would set us back, 100% it would set us back. But I, I feel that, um, you know, that, that, uh, Arsenal in a position there, especially after what happened against Man City. I look at that game against Man City, whether you think it's a good game or not, that's that's a proper game for two top teams going at it. And I felt that we, we come out on, on that that game proper. Yeah, it was a, it's a real result. It was a real, real victory. It was a real, it a, the performance is irrelevant <clears throat> in a game. No, no, it's a real, it was, it's it was a real how, how we got over yeah. the line, how yeah. we done it, and all that. And I think that, and I think we need to do that again at, uh, at your board. Yeah. I think if we can get a result against you, you got. Uh, I think it's a couple of weeks time. You got Spurs. You know, hopefully you go and turn them over, and, and and that's when you start doing doing the business. But I do think with Pochettino, I think he's a uh, listen. 
I know he's been at Spurs, and I think he's a very top top manager. I, you know what I mean? It wasn't one stage. Nothing, no, yeah, it will. You know, it's a, it's a genuine concern. It's, it is I a agree. concern that he hasn't yeah. done that. In yeah, the, yeah, obviously, he's won in uh, yeah, France, France, but he knows how in, he knows how to win games of football in the Premier League. He knows yeah. how to beat Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's, he's there a better that, manager there, than Arteta. There, there, there is that thing about. He's not that. a better manager than Arteta. No, right. Why do you so, think he's a better? Because his record tells you that he's a better. He's a better manager. The, what he ain't won nothing. Ooh. Arteta's actually has won something. Arteta did beat the won the FA Cup. Beat you. Long time you got to have a good right. memory. Remember, he beat Chelsea. You've got to have a good right. memory. Huh? You've got to have a good memory. Since then, he could have been sacked about fifteen times. No, but he's, he's rebuilt the team. He's he's he finished totally eight, finished eighth twice. Yeah, but he he came in and had a poor team. I think you look at every Chelsea fan every time you're talking about your rebuild you look at Arteta you say oh remember what Arteta did mm. right so if he's that if you're saying he's not that great manager now right why are you why are you all looking to him he, he's a good example to use to demonstrate patience because it went so wrong no, but he didn't oh. go. He came in straight away and won the FA Cup. Yeah, right. So yeah. that that's what bought him. If you if you actually to look at it, right, that bought him a bit of insurance policy. Where the next season, even though you did finish eighth, mm. losing people, at home to Burnley and things right, like that, but people remembered the FA Cup win mm. and they saw they could see what he was trying to do, rebuild mm. the team. But I think in the case of Pochettino, I don't know. You're a Chelsea fan, so you know more than me. But you guys have spent not all of it under him. A billion pounds. Yeah. One billion pounds, right? But this is this is so, an example. So how long does he have I, to I, have that team? One billion pounds challenge for the league? Because it, Arteta didn't get a billion. No. Arteta got incremental amounts every season. So he could go and get a Ben White the first season. Yeah, yeah. He could, the next season he could go. He, you're you're not going to like my answer to this. You're not going to like it at all. But I actually think the job that Pochettino has got, and just bear with me on this, the job that he's got is far harder because of the ludicrous amounts of money that has been spent in his name. But I don't understand how that can because be. Because the point of the Chelsea ownership isn't to isn't to benefit the first team. Like generally, when Arteta has the fortune of spending some money, it's for the furtherance of Arsenal's first team. So you buy a player that will improve your first team. So for example, you needed to replenish your central midfield. What did you do? You went out and bought the best central midfielder that you could possibly buy. Good ownership, good management, good uh, ideals throughout the club. What Chelsea are doing isn't that. Chelsea are adopting a hateful new business model, which isn't to encourage success in the first team. If we genuinely wanted mm. to, if we genuinely wanted to improve our first team, you don't sign Nicholas Jackson and Mikhailo Mudrik and like a, a whole wealth of, of young unproven no, we talent. Were, we were trying to sign Woodrick and you you nipped in and nicked him off us. But offering when, him this but, big contract and eight year contract and stuff like that. The point of this Chelsea ownership, who I despise, is to make the club as valuable as possible and to make as much money out of the club as possible and to squeeze every penny of value that there is in Premier League football. And a way that you can do that is to make sure that all of the young assets that could end up becoming better players only you only need a couple of them to actually maximize their potential so Cole Palmer signs sadly he won't be playing because he's been in a breath of fresh air but Cole Palmer's a good example he signed him for 50 million quid if his career goes as we hope it will he immediately becomes worth 100 million and you've doubled your money on him like that's the point mm. of that's the point of this policy what about like say Kai Cedo then and players like that because he's been brought in to immediately benefit what, the team, what I think the point there is is 
you know, sometimes you can, sometimes you can make bad decisions and still make loads of money. I'll give you an example here. The London property market. And I think that football could go the same way. The London property market, say, say you were to have got massively ripped off in 1990 and bought a house in Hackney. That house would have, you got ripped off. The house was worth 50 grand and you paid 75. You've been totally done. The exponential rise of the London property market meant that you're a millionaire anyway. I think that our board have seen the value of football clubs and this untapped market, the potential of European sport. And if you compare it to American sport, which is so regulated, there's nowhere to move for them. There's no maneuvering for Todd Bowley to do in American sport. He's looked at, he's looked at European sport and he's gone, this is un unregulated, it's a mess. We can make so much money here. So he's bought Chelsea, he's overpaid for the club, he's overpaid for certain players. But if, it, if their projection is correct, and Premier League football is just going to rise and rise and rise and we're going to have a billion pound player soon, they're going to make loads of money anyway. So they're not trying to, they're not trying to improve the first team right. with the money, which is why I think Pochettino hasn't actually benefited. Like realistically, if you think about the players that Chelsea sold in the summer and the players that Chelsea signed, what would be better for Chelsea's first team? I, I see what you're saying yeah. there and that's yeah. a good, good point. I look at it another way is that from, and I haven't looked at it like that, and, I, and I'll be really honest, the way I've looked at it is that, that over the years, Chelsea have bought players to win now and win straight away. Oh yeah, yeah, Drug books that, but, but Nicholas Jackson ain't that. But, but now they're looking at it doing it like, well, we're gonna nurture players and bring it up, which is what Arsenal been doing for the last three or four, yeah, but five what, years. Yeah, but what I'd say, um, you know what, Rory, mate, so I actually, it's, it's, it's a great point. It's listening to thinking. him, it maybe I've sort thinking. of changed my thinking a bit now because, I've just, it's, I found it mysterious, right? You've got a billion pounds, you buy all these players, yeah? I'm like, if I've got a billion pounds, all right, I'll buy loads of up and coming mm. talent. But then I'm also, I've got a billion to spend, so I'm also mm. gonna say, you know what, as a striker, let me get Victor Austin. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because I can afford that, that we I've got a billion. That. Exactly. And I'm gonna say, and you know, and with another chunk we'll of that, buy the best goalkeeper, with another it? chunk yeah. of that, I'm gonna buy the uh, it's best a great point. centre back alongside you, these. But the fact that they've just gone and bought all this, mm. and they're all great talents. I, I like that Madawaki and all these guys, right? But I'm just like, I look at that team and I'm like, there's another. It doesn't but, frighten me, you know what I mean? I, I look at a very good mm, side. Mm. If you're not on your money, you could lose. <laughs> it's, it's, it's you, a great you think this is a great right? So where's where's them play? Where is the drop? Where's Osman? Where's yeah? You, where's Harry Kane? Where's Harry Kane? Like, yeah, why is Harry yeah, Kane yeah. not leave? If if Chelsea spend, if I said to you, Chelsea's going to spend a billion quid in 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 one year, one billion, and I went to you hypothetical. This is right. Pretend it's happened a year ago. Hypothetically, Chelsea spend a billion. Who's leading the line for Chelsea? You're going to go Osman, Kane. We Osman, were losing. Kane, Ivan Tony. We were losing at home to Aston Villa. Right, Unai Emery did a brilliant job on us. We were, they were better than us. Ollie Watkins breaks his duck mm. for the season. They go one nil up. We need a goal, right? We desperately need a goal. Armando Broja was the answer who hadn't kicked a football for a yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. You know when you go, hang on a minute. Okay, yeah, he spent a billion quid. And the easiest thing to do is go, well, he spent a billion. Chelsea should be winning the league. He spent a billion quid. But if you actually employ some critical thinking and go, hang on a minute. They got, they got a youth product to score an equaliser at home to Villa. like. Watkins would be about, you know, you're looking at the Aston Villa team, you go, so all these players would be about. You know, the crazy thing is, right? When you it think about point. it, they've actually spent a billion pound on another academy. Yeah, we spent a billion quid and got worse. <laughs> it's it's right. impossible. You got a, and they got an unbelievable academy already. Mm -hmm. And then they bought, went and bought another academy that's sitting on top of that. Look at the players. Right? Because like you said, Mudrick, you know, his potential. 
Even Caicedo, even though he, he's an excellent player, well, potential. Jackson, Jackson's going to be a potential. decent player. In a Jackson's of potential. Uh, really but it's all potential. It's all potential. Who's the players? Yeah, but Arsenal have done I, that, Robbie. No, no, but Arsenal... Not Gabriel Jesus. Even with the money that Arsenal spent. Yeah, Jesus is a ready-made Premier League player. Zinchenko. Declan Rice, ready-made. Um, you know... Yeah. You bought some players they, through. They've bought players that... They already know. Mm. Thomas Partey, even though he's been injured yeah. a lot, mm. they bought him in. He were a developing player. Yeah. They bought him in because Our he's proven a proven player left. Top player. We, we, Mason Mount, regardless of what I think of him now, Mason Mount, proven Premier League player. Yeah. Winner. He left. Billy Gilmore, gone. Like, if you think about the players that you sort of know can do it in the Premier League, they've gone. One and after the other after a, the other. And then it's like, you get rid of Billy Gilmore to bring in another Billy Gilmore. Potential. Bringing up a potential. Potential. <laughs> it's a strange. It's a strange. Yeah, it's you know, you know what? You've got. It is a great point. It's, it's a strange, strange model, point. isn't it? It's almost like he's explained it to me now because yeah. I, I have been baffled. I've been looking at. I've been saying one billion. Mm. If Arsenal spent a billion pounds, I'm supposed to see a couple of superstars. Yeah. World class players yeah. on that pitch. The only world class player at Chelsea was there anyway, and and he's world class on his day. Is the point I'd make about Reese James. Reese James. I'd, yeah, say, yeah. I'd say Reese James. By the way, I saw him at the airport. Did you so, really? Yeah, I saw him at the airport um, coming back from the With his butler? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to come for me. Right. Uh, um, nice guy, actually. Really nice really? guy. Pretty shy, isn't he? So, yeah, very shy. But nice yeah, guy. Yeah, he's um, a And I was trying player. to, I kept saying, you, you playing, mate? You playing? He wouldn't tell me. Sadly, he's not. He wouldn't. Sadly, he's not. He broke down. He broke down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, uh, it's, this is the Which other thing. Which is a shame because... He's had a lot of injuries, hasn't he? But Can't keep he's fit. a quality. He's a quality player. I mean, it's good for us that he's not playing. Yeah, it's so good for but you because Chelsea is, is so much better. Like you know, if we were to have any chance on the weekend, if things were to go our way, we would have been relying on basically Chelsea are at our best when Ben Chilwell and Reese James are in the team flying. Cole Palmer's looked brilliant and Raheem Sterling this season. I can't yeah, believe Darren Southgate's let him but like, the team. You know, he's always injured now. The left back, and he like Chilwell, Chilwell. Yeah. playing out of position a lot, Lee as well. Like. I, Chelsea have been getting a lot wrong lately. And by no means, by no means, yeah. I, I worry sometimes, do you ever get this, particularly in YouTube where audiences can be quite tribal? You know, if you say something negative, it can be positioned as Pochettino out. Yeah. I'm not no, for I, one agree, second totally suggesting no. that. Pochettino is the best thing at Chelsea in terms of like anybody higher up. He's the only football man that I trust yeah. of anybody above player level. So. I, I want Pochettino at the club. He is, everything should be built around Pochettino's desires. But he's enough getting some things wrong, you know. Like playing Levi Colwell as a left back. Yeah. We, had three left, we had three left backs on the pitch yeah. fairly recently. And not one of them was playing at left back. You know, like <laughs> genuinely. Like we had three on the pitch and you've got Levi Colwell left back. We also have Ben Chilwell playing as our most forward left winger. You know, if we do that against you, I've got a terrible feeling that we, you know, if Pochettino does make an error, mm. Arteta's going to exploit it and we'll be in big trouble. Yeah, the good thing about Arsenal actually this season is that actually our best performances have been away from home. Mm. Away from home, we've been solid. I don't think we've, um, we've not conceded a goal away yeah. from home yet this season. Have we? No. And, and that performance that you yeah. saw against... <laughs> Both Man quite well for you because we ain't scored that many. Yeah, we, the performances <laughs> away from home, I've been like, like really impressed with Arsenal. I've been a lot of control. And, and play really well. Mm. I want to see that this weekend against Chelsea. Yeah, like, like, you know, just going back to the Arteta thing, I think, like, you know, why Arteta's doing well now over the last year is because he's players. He's got, he's got players, better yeah. players now, like, you know. You've got a team capable of winning the league. Yeah, like, you yeah. genuinely do have yeah, a team and, capable and, of winning and, the league. And the questions will be whether 
Mikel can can do that, uh, mm. uh, get him over the line. When, when I look at it, when you go back to Pochettino, Pochettino's been at Southampton a couple of years in, then Tottenham. Uh, no, he is at a good the end man. of the day, Arteta has, has just been at Arsenal. He's actually, when people go, oh, like Rory said, oh, eight for eight. When you look back on it, like, you know, well, he had no experience. He had no, mm. no, but he's, he's learned on the job. And for that, you have to give him credit for it. Pochettino's I, been in the Champions League final and stuff, uh, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and I will say this with, 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 uh, Arsenal as a club, uh, and, and and many of me included at the time felt that it was too much for for Arteta. Arsenal kept faith; they stayed yeah. with it. Like Chelsea haven't with Potter. Uh, other teams certainly Tottenham haven't done it uh, with a couple of managers and whatever. We have stayed faith, and I think that because we've stayed faith, faithful to him, the success has come. Or, You're going to have to do that with um, Pochettino. Yeah, no matter what. hundred percent. No matter what. No matter what. I, 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 no I, think matter what. I think that they will. And I think because Arteta's well, done this, sure? because they did say you know, that with, I, I, they did say that with Potter as well. Didn't yeah, they? They I said don't think they were going to stick with him no matter what. They're not. This is a long term. Yeah, project. he'll be judged in years, not months. Yeah, yeah that was the quote, wasn't it? He'll be well, judged God, in years, not months. Yeah, but it's not I, really before the end of the season, I, Lampard. I honestly, I honestly believe because of what Mikel has done at Arsenal, other clubs will give their manager a little bit more time because of that. I really do. Arsenal, you know, listen. Arsenal could have sacked Arteta and rightly so at a certain time. Where will Arsenal be now? We don't know. But going into the game now, going into what I see with Mikel now, is he's got better players to work with. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you when you look at when we was losing, when we was eighth in the league and whatever like that, look at the two central defenders that he had now to the two central defenders he's mm. got now. It's such a massive no, This is difference. the best Arsenal team. This is this is the best Arsenal team. I thought that that Van Persie team that scored five at Stamford Bridge was a brilliant team, but it was never really going to win the league. Brilliant no, team. No, but it wasn't never, built to win yeah, the league. Yeah, it wasn't built to win the league, but a fantastic team nonetheless. But this has got to be... It's, it's got to be the best Arsenal team for two decades, isn't it? Yeah, yeah probably. It's, it's got, got a very, very good spine now. Yeah, got a good, yeah, you're very unlucky that you're yeah. going up against yeah. the Guardiola. I mean, if Guardiola had won around, would have won it last year. Well, yeah, yeah. So, you know, but but you, you realise how, how good very, City are. You, you yeah, know how often you can look at spines to, to to judge how good a team is? You just look at, look at the spine. So Chelsea's best ever, you kind of go, check Terry, Lampard, Drogba. Yeah, phenomenal, and phenomenal, and and it, obviously you could do it of an Arsenal era, where like the dominant era. Mm. If you look at now Arsenal, you go in, you go in, whoever your keeper is, then you go in Saliba, mm. comparable to anyone. You go in Declan Rice, comparable to anyone, and you go in Gabriel Jesus, who I rate quite highly. Yeah, I yeah. think there's a bit of a conversation right. around that, but in terms of a spine, it's certainly capable of winning the league. Yeah, and 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 going into this weekend, I mean. Arsenal, Lee, should have a foolish squad, you know what I mean? Because, mm. all right, obviously, we know no Timber is missing for the whole season, but, you know, a lot of players coming back from injuries. Possibly we could see Saka Be um, interesting, back one. for the game. But mm. what I think every Arsenal fan would like to see, I mean, certainly me, I want to see Partey, Rice, and Odegaard mm. in that midfield. Are, are we resting Saka for the Champions League game? Not because, you know. Well, like, like, most you certainly know. not. I mean, Saka's <laughs> fit, he plays for me. But no, I wanna, I'm I disappointed see... that Havertz isn't going to be able to. Well, he could. Be, Havertz he, he, could play. You know? I, could don't, play. I don't know, but my preference. I hope he plays. He could play. Would you have him as a midfielder if he played? I want to see. Front. No, I want to see Partey play. I want to see Partey, Odegaard, Rice. That's Rice. that's our midfield. That's what that I to saw. me is our best midfield. If Saka doesn't play, then I'd like to see. Um, 
what Havertz through the middle and Jake, Gabriel Jesus, Jesus shoved that. Right. Right. I don't know, man, but you, you say right. that, but I don't know. But Eddie's done well Eddie's against always Chelsea. done well against Chelsea, yeah. Eddie and Ketia. He's, he's good always had a good game. He's a good player. Yeah, he's a, and he always lifts it for Chelsea. I, I think you'd have to start Eddie but, in that game. But there is, something, there is something poetic about, I, I do believe in that former player thing. Like, you know, you know last yeah, I, year, I, I, last year, okay, I was completely wrong, but last year I believed that Aubameyang was going to get you. Because it just felt really good. It was a worry. It was a worry. I was worried yeah. about it. If I was an Arsenal fan, I was worried. If I was an Arsenal fan, I'd go, look, But if I was an Arsenal fan, I'd go, look, Havertz has been a disaster. But you've got to play him at Stamford Bridge. And, and remember, you made a big contribution to the this set up. The City win. Yeah, not then, quite as big as I want to ask you about Havertz. Yeah. Right? Because you guys, what, was three seasons? Yeah. You had him four. We all know he scored that big winning goal in the Champions League. Talk to me about Havertz, right? I don't really we, know where to start. I just don't think he's the player that you believe he is. I don't think he's good enough. I think it was poor recruitment. I'm surprised by Mikel Arteta, who generally speaking, has been excellent in the players that he's given the nod to. He's turned Ben White into a player that I didn't think he could. You know, when Ben White was at Leeds or whatever, I thought he was all right. But I didn't think he was this. I didn't think I'd be saying, I know it won't happen because of various political reasons, but I didn't think I'd be making a case for Ben White playing for England, which is what I am now doing. Mm. Um, so I think he's done, done brilliantly there. And Ramsdale, whatever you think of him now, whatever even Arteta thinks of him. Excellent season last year. Brilliant mm. recruitment. Mm. This Havertz one isn't that because I just don't think the player is there. The player What's, what's his main think, attribute? I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. If, if you push me for an answer, I think what he is, what he is supposed to be, what he is supposed to be would be a Berbatov-esque forward. I'm being very generous with the comparisons here, but maybe Burkampi? You know, drop a bit deep, excellent touch, fantastic eye for a pass, and a decent finish when it comes off. But he isn't that. He he isn't that. So if you're trying to redefine Kai Havertz and make him a midfielder, I would say that he isn't that either. Because one trait that he definitely exudes, which I think is the most frustrating in a, in a player, and I know you'll agree, Lee, the one thing that I cannot swallow, like cowardice. You know, if if there's a fifty-fifty, you're in. If there's a 60-40 in the other geezer's favour, you're in. And that is the life of a midfielder. Declan Rice, the reason you beat Man City was because Declan Rice was a warrior. Mm. Absolute warrior. He's such a coward, Havertz. He won't fight. And I think a midfielder, one of the main traits you need, are you a fighter? Mm. Like Tony Adams said something in his book, didn't he? Where he said, we need to look down the tunnel. If you look down the tunnel and you've got four fighters, four that will come with you if it goes, you know you're all right. He said, I was lucky at Arsenal because I had 11. So it didn't matter, I had 11 of them. But you need four. Kai Havertz is not one of the four. He's not in your, he's not in the trench with you. Do you know what? It's a funny thing you should say that because if I were to say that the one thing that he has done this season, like, I'm not, of everything, he has got stuck in a little bit. Yes, like, has he really? Yeah. If I were to say, well, if you used to say to me, What's he done? I said, well, he, he's won a few 50s, yeah. put himself about... The only thing, about, though, Lee, where put I Put himself would, about Man City in that... Yeah, mm -hmm. the only thing I would say, though, Lee, where I, I, I kind of... Maybe this is where Rory's coming from. I feel so far from what I've seen from Kai Havertz. All like you just said, he's got all the attributes technically, right? But I just feel that sometimes he's not... I want to see a bit more bravery in his game. Yeah. He'll pass it yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take some so responsibility. He'll receive, some yeah, he'll yeah, receive yeah. the ball somewhere. Easy pass. And yeah, he'll yeah. lay an easy... Yeah. I want to see you... But that no, comes I mean, with confidence, though. I don't think he's maybe, got, got maybe confidence. Confident. I'm so surprised that you've signed him. I'm, I, I really am. We were all surprised, because to be also, honest. 
you know when you think about the Arsenal style like the way that Arteta plays you know that really effervescent front four mm. you don't know where the goals are coming from because as much as people say Arsenal don't have that goal score and that could be a problem the beauty of it from your perspective is yeah we ain't got one we got five if you add Odegaard into it you got a four and then, and then Odegaard you've got loads of goal scorers mm. he's not that either like he's not he's not like an effervescent pressing forward that can add to your front mm. line in that way so I don't I don't get it I found him do you know? Do you know what I would say? Did you play him, to leave? Yeah, mate. Uh, this is the impossible thing. You know, if, you know, if you've scored a goal for Chelsea in a European Cup final, like well, well, I make know. a case for you to, <laughs> I make a case for you to be like legendary. You know, like I'm, I'm talking. Yeah, everyone you... that played in, everyone that played in Munich, to be honest, like I'm talking statues. I think proper legendary status. I don't like Kai Havertz, and he won us the European Cup. Like I don't like it, and this isn't, a, this isn't since the move. I was like pulling my hair out with him last year. Well, no, him like and Werner, him and Werner, yeah, I, like, yeah. I actively disliked while they were Chelsea players, despite the fact that they were integral to Chelsea winning the European Cup. That's how bad a footballer I think he is. So the fact that you took him off our hands for a lot of money, I was pleased by, but I can also feel as I speak that this is going to bite me on Monday morning. <laughs> this has got a Kai Havertz 1-0 win written all over it and his clip going everywhere, clip, isn't it? Clip, yeah, yeah. Clip. <laughs> Well, we've been saying yeah. every, every game, this is Kai Havertz's game and yeah. everything. I think you've got to play him against Chelsea. I think I'm like, honestly, I like. He's going to get booed at Stamford Bridge, by the way. That's what I was going to ask him. Oh, well, well, yeah, that's booed. a. That's a it's so. it, listen, he, he Why probably he one of your booed? greatest ever moments, man. He's booing him. Yeah, he did. Why but he, he was, he was a bad player for us, and he's now an Arsenal player. Like, you have to demonstrate an enemy. No, but you you have to come on, it depends what a player's done in it. Jorginho wouldn't get booed, though, would he? I would boo Jorginho when he's in a Chelsea shirt. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I couldn't. Start. He was another player. I couldn't bear. Just didn't do anything. Didn't affect. You know, for a player who's got such such a such prestige in the game, just didn't do anything. Didn't affect games in the way that I wanted him to. I like midfielders who drag their team. You're the first Chelsea um, fan who said he booed Jorginho. No, most of them. To, to be honest, uh, yeah, I, I probably wouldn't bother just booing him. I'd be ambivalent. But I didn't like him at Chelsea. I didn't like, remember the goal he scored he, you know, he, so, so he's, he's so capable of doing that. He yeah. gave you a goal, well, he scored for you. Do you remember what he did the other day for you? Was it against Tottenham? It was, massive. Yeah. against Tottenham, yeah. It's so Jorginho, that. Flimsy. Flimsy. So Havertz, you don't think Havertz, Havertz, Havertz won't get, get a warm welcome? No, 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 no. He's, look, he's got, you can do wonderful things for Chelsea and still be massively disliked. Like in 1998, Gustavo Poye scored in Monaco as Chelsea won a Super Cup we yeah, beat Tottenham, we beat it? the Galacticos like we, we people don't talk about it. we beat the, the Real Madrid iconic Real Madrid team we we beat them 1-0 Gustavo Poirier Poirier everyone sings about Poirier still we hate him yeah but that's because he went Tottenham yeah but Tottenham and Arsenal there's a, look Tottenham are, are number one you don't go to Tottenham but equally going to our, you know you can't go to Arsenal and expect to still be loved unless you are basically Petr Cech I think he is the exception to the rule He's the only player that could have got away with that because of the status. We, Chelsea, even Fabregas didn't really get. Yeah, he did. Some of your Arsenal not fans, as bad oh, mate. As, uh, not I know as some bad Arsenal as fans. As I, I know think, some Arsenal fans that hate Fabregas. I think I with don't, Fabregas, yeah. I don't hate Fabregas. I, don't I, I, know some I think there was a little bit because he, the way he left Arsenal to he go to Barcelona. People forget was, he went on strike. Yeah, 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 so I think there was a little bit of that. Maybe not so much. That, I never resented him coming back to, to Chelsea because it, the option was Arsenal, and Arsenal didn't take yeah. it up. So. You know, he's got to go and play somewhere. He was wearing a Barcelona shirt. Do you remember they put a Barcelona yeah, yeah, was yeah, it, yeah. Who was it, Puyol? Put a yeah. Barcelona shirt on him while he was still at Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that, that was, there was, there was probably with that, like, you know. Petit maybe get, gets away with it. 
Oh. Yeah. Uh, he was terrible for us. You should yeah, be laughing yes, at that. Like, yeah, He's so terrible, <laughs> terrible <laughs> midfielder for us. For we, we, certainly, we, William we, Gallus doesn't. Uh, oh, get we like we, that we always used to welcome Ashley Cole with open arms. He's the one. There's an example. One of your invincibles, yeah. you booed to a like you had fifty pound notes printed with. Yeah, his yeah again, it's a bit different. Uh, it was very different at the time. But again, I never, I never, I never blamed him for actually going to Chelsea. If you actually. David Dean's book. Yeah, you read that. Read that yeah. Yeah. He actually says that, you know what I mean? It was it Arsenal's was fault. fault really? Yeah, yeah they, they could have kept him if they'd have coughed up a little extra money. It, and was they just, didn't. it was just that ridiculous phrase in Cole's book, wasn't it? You know when he said... Yeah, like, he crashed my car, that one. Yeah. I swerved yeah. off the road. Yeah. I swerved off the road when he was offered 50, 50 grand. Yeah. Just for, you know, if you're the average geezer reading that, you're on the tube yeah, and yeah. you're reading that and you're going to work and you're going to earn 80 quid a day. But they, go, they, what? David Dean's sort of, was in his book, was sort of saying, listen, he went to the board and said, yo, give him the little extra money. It's not a lot. Well, the, the David, thing, that's what David Dean said. Yeah. It's not a lot Just of money he's money. asking for, right? To keep yeah. him here, I, you know what I mean? And and they refused. Yeah. I know when you're saying that, and in but you have to live it in the context of footballers, you know what I mean? Like Ashley Cole was going away to England, right? Yeah. And playing alongside Wayne Bridge, and Wayne Bridge was earning yeah. twice as much as him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And that ain't right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so that's that's basic. If you'd have said that, Mm. Instead of the, yeah, yeah. The, it would have been yeah, a lot yeah. more. I, I, but I don't blame. You know, Arsenal should have paid him what he was should have been deserved. Now, if Arsenal would have matched what Chelsea offered, and then he decided to go to Chelsea, it's a different thing. But when you have a look, at it, it ain't just about money. It's about the ambition of what the club was going through at that time. Arsenal yeah. were on a were on a downward curve where they weren't going to win nothing much in the next few years. Where Chelsea were on the were on the yeah. up. So yeah, there was know, all that talk as well. We don't need him. We've got Clichy. That, that didn't yeah, yeah, which which Cleese, <laughs> you weren't a bad player. There was no he Ashley Cole, he was he? No, Ash, Ashley Cole, I think, is probably the only of my generation. I think Ashley Cole is the only player that you can say is the best in the world in his position without any like yeah, look, some Liverpool I mean, fans maybe argue that Steven Gerrard is the best at what he did I could argue that that Frank Lampard is I'm sure that you've got arguments about Thierry Henry or whatever uh, maybe even Dennis Bergkamp but somebody may contest it somebody might go it isn't it isn't him Aguero or whatever whereas I think Ashley Cole regardless of your sentiment regardless of how you feel about him as Arsenal fans I think even the most vitriolic time. would have mm. to go the, even now even I think Ashley Cole is the best left back in the world to have ever played the game. You could argue maybe Maldini. played the game. Well, I d okay, look, you, I don't know enough about you got like, George Cohen or whatever. Like, Carlos. Yeah. yeah, he's a better player than Carlos. Yeah. Maldini, maybe. But better Maldini plays centre half a lot. Better than Carlos. Yeah, of course. Do you know, Kenny Sampson was, was a top left back. Yeah, yeah. Dan so Petrescu, fantastic right, right yeah, back, but it's hard to make the case. But I'm, I'm with you on that, actually, Carl. Was, you know, when, was you, when you're the best, you have to look after the best. Yeah. I don't think Arsenal did. No, no, we did. Hasn't it changed? Look at how it's gone. We're talking about Ashley Cole leaving Arsenal to go to Chelsea to which is when we were the best and ultimately win the European Cup. How how the time turntables are turned? You've now got our European Cup winner in Kai Havertz, uh, uh, and you're in Champions League and we're not. I always say this, you know what I mean? Like when you look back at that Chelsea team, uh, and you, and you'll probably say, "Oh, we haven't replaced Lampard, we haven't replaced no. Terry, we haven't no, no, replaced no. Ashley Cole." Why? Because they're all world class players. Yeah, it's very very hard to do. We've never replaced Vieira. We've never replaced mm. Henri, Campbell, Burkamp. That injury at Sunderland to Abu Dhabi, wasn't it? Yeah, Abu Dhabi. This mm. is this is the hard thing now about where where Chelsea have got to get back up to again. Mm. It's it's tough. It's tough because that, those John Terry's of this world, Lampard certainly, are not there mm. no more. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough. You have to go and buy them or develop them. 
I guess, but... But we have developed them and then we sold them. Because <laughs> well, it makes... Because it turns... Because it's 100% profit on a balance. You know, you know a player that's come through the youth system? Mm. They represent 100% profit. So you see when Chelsea yeah, sold Lewis Hall? Profit. We sold Lewis Hall to Newcastle. Newcastle. Because that demonstrates 100% profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same reason why um, Arsenal sold Balogun. Yeah, Balogun. Yeah, yeah, Balogun, yeah, it's, it's, 100% He actually come out this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually, yeah, yeah. actually came out this week yeah. and said that, you know... He you didn't interview them? No, 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 no he, he didn't. He done an interview saying he didn't really want to leave. He was in America, he didn't really want to leave. He wanted to stay, but... It was sort of forced on The pollution of money in football is hateful, isn't it? Like, look at Balogun's story there. Imagine him just hit Like, obviously, we never really view things through the lens of a footballer, but... Balogun was really keen to play for Arsenal. He didn't want to leave, and he's had to leave you know, not for any a, footballing reasons. It's horrible. And there's yeah. an amazing story around Balogun in that when he was scouted, right? He was actually scouted twice because the first time he was scouted and brought in, um, and at the trial they said no. And I think the scout who scouted him then brought him in under, under a different guise. Oh, really? Because he thought he was that well, good. The, the scout was just like you. You made a mistake. You, you made a yeah. mistake here, and then they brought him back, and they did. They did actually sign him. Oh, and then, fair play. And then he's come through, and it, it represents pure profit. Yeah, pure, mm. pure profit. And but that's not what so that goes on the should be doing. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like with Chelsea, it's like they've got an academy above an academy mm. at the moment. But I'm just hoping that come the weekend, Arsenal can get the three points. You confident? Um, do you honestly like? Do you think you come I, and win? I, I feel confident we can get a win because based off of not so much Chelsea because I know we'll see a different Chelsea the best performance I saw from Chelsea was that game against Liverpool at the start of the season where mm. that was a 50-50 game yeah probably Chelsea probably edged it should, yeah you've got to remember though Liverpool right? had a goal disallowed Salah yeah. remember like yeah. if they go if they go 2-0 yeah. up 2-0 yeah. yeah. but I, I, I think we see a different Chelsea but I do think on the road I've been impressed with Arsenal this season mm. they played well they've had a level of control um, they haven't got a load of injuries at the moment, which is good, right? So I feel player for player with a better team, their confidence will be high because we were unbeaten this season. Off the and back we, of beating uh, you know, City, you know how it's been stunted slightly because of the international break? Is that going to do us a favour? Uh, I think... Like the momentum's I not think, there, uh, I don't know, because we both won our games. I, I think... If you would have lost your last game, maybe it might have helped you guys to regroup mm. on that. But I think the fact that both teams won their final games, yeah. both teams are coming on, on the back of wins, I don't think it really makes much but, of a difference. What I do feel, you know, is just that, you know, Arsenal at the moment are playing well. You know I mean? They're, they're unbeaten in the league. And as I said, their best performances have been away from home. So I fancy us. I think it could be another 1-0, 2-0 type game uh, I, 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 I think with the international break it's done us, done us good I know we won that game but we won that game without Martinelli and Saka starting right? mm, yeah. you know what I mean and, uh, we need them starting so when you go into the lights of Chelsea you can't be going in without one, either you want to go in with both of them but one of them ideally like you know it's particularly away from home because you can hit them on the break a little bit more I, I, listen I'll be really honest when we, we was playing Chelsea few years ago and all that you take a draw yeah. you know what I mean you go away at Stanford Bridge you think well yeah, I'm desperate for a draw long. desperate for a draw at the moment a lot of Chelsea fans that I know are going you know what I mean my mate Glenn Knight who's a big Chelsea fan was around I'll take a draw yeah, yeah I'll take a draw could you take a draw oh my yeah. now literally I'll take it now 
Like I'll do anything for it. It's got to give you the confidence going going into the. Got got to give you the confidence going into it because basically they're hoping that they might get something else, but they know that they're up against Mm. it. A draw would represent a great result for Chelsea because it would be three games, seven points. Arsenal out of the way. It's a bit of a statement getting something off Arsenal. Three points. I mean, three points be a dream, but feels mile away. A point, however, Mm. we could nick that. And, and, and this also, is crucial. And Chelsea still growth. got good players, right? Like, like, we don't want you to win the league. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Good. I'm desperate for you to win the league. So the point off you. Yeah, also <laughs> look at it and say, also look at it and say, if you if you lost that game, I look mm. at the games you've got coming up. Oh, fixtures. Are right. Right. Yeah, you know I mean that would do, mate, could be a terrible result for you. Not, I tell you what, as it stands, they're not getting nothing at Spurs. Mate, my WhatsApp group did it today. Right, went through. We're playing Brentford, so we should win. But apart from Brentford. Our next three points doesn't come until the 9th of December when we play Everton. 9th of December. You got us. It's the 19th of October. 19th of October. So what's what's your next run? Oh, it's appalling. It's everyone. Man United, Man City, Tottenham, you, uh, Brighton. It's it's everyone up until the 9th of December. The next... Brighton's... uh, uh, Sorry, Brentford's in there as well. So Brentford... Away or home? All being well. I think we're away. Brentford all being well, they're struggling though. They've only yeah, won one. Yeah, they, only beat, they beat Fulham in August. They're struggling, but yeah. they're capable. We, we look. My mate, who's a bit of a pessimistic Chelsea fan anyway, but he's gone. 9th of December is our next victory. You're like, hopefully he's right. Well, if he is right, if he is right, <laughs> if that happens, we're in the relegation zone by the time that victory comes. Which is why I point against you. Do you see why I point is so? Yeah, yeah and yeah. that also give you confidence going into going those. into the Tottenham yeah. game or whatever. Yeah. All right, let's get some predictions then. Me. I've gone 2 0 to the Arsenal. I'm going 2 0. I'm going 1 1. 1 1. And that's as good as I can. That's me. That's me being as like, oh, blindly. I'm being Thai here. That's me. That's it. I'm a Chelsea Thai. <laughs> 1 0 victory. A 1 0 victory for Chelsea. <laughs> 1 0 victory. <laughs> Well, it's been an absolute pleasure Thank having you, man. you on, man. It's an tell tell be everybody but where they can find you, uh, my, the great uh, work you're doing on your channel. Oh, you're really kind. Uh, my, my YouTube channel is Rory Jennings. Uh, put up football content every day. And I'm also a member of the club YouTube channel, which is uh, me, uh, Adam McCullough, and Lawrence Brewery. Thank you very much. Robert. Brilliant, brilliant channel as well. Yeah, very good. I, 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 I like Adam. Yeah. Just, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> what, not, nothing for Boonies. No, I'll just leave it at that. I like Adam. Boovey's all right, mate. I still want to see Boovey after... Uh, oh, he's we, been quietly, old boy. He's been all quiet, mate. You know what I mean? No, he's a great lad. He, 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 he's a good lad. But he, no, he's hilarious. You know I mean? He comes out of his rock every now and then. <laughs> but anyway, listen, thanks very much for um, checking out the podcast today. Thank you very much to Alison Lomax, Managing Director of YouTube, who was on earlier, talking passionately about the women's game and also um, about the brand new podcast service that they've got on YouTube, which we are gonna be part of. So it's great to um, we'll be part of that as well. And thanks to Rory Jennings for coming on as well, representing Chelsea. Thanks very much, Lee. And obviously massive game this weekend. Um, don't forget, we're gonna be all over it here at AFTV, we'll be at Stamford Bridge. We'll also be here in the studio with a big watch long. And also make sure you get on after the game onto full time, wherever you are around the UK or anywhere in the world, you can come on live and have your say on the game. So make sure you do that. All you've got to do is download the app, AFTV Plus. You literally, once you've done that, press one button and you're into the green room, the virtual green room, where the guys will line you up to bring you on live to have your say about the game. Um, We speak to more fans after a game than any other platform. So make sure you check it out. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe. And we'll be back next week with another Invincible podcast.
The Invincible Podcast. Myself, Robbie, and Lee Judges come together once a week to discuss all things Arsenal. Straight talking, considered discussion, brought to you by the fans of the only club in football league history to go invincible. Sports Social Podcast Network.